I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The 11 to 1 show. You have just won the lotto. Oh my God, unbelievable. But before thoughts of how to spend the money flood your brain, you have to think, where am I going to stash the ticket? Well, the lucky me lotto winners came up with an unusual location for their winning ticket. More after Bonnie. Bonnie's holding out for a hero. I'm holding out for a millionaire. Yeah. There are millionaires... In me, at the moment, uh, the National Lottery have confirmed this. And where would you stash the winning ticket? Well, not in a safe, right? Not in a drawer, okay? Not in your pocket, under your pillow. What? Under your pillow. That is where you should stash your winning lotto ticket. That is according to the syndicate that picked up their amazing win, the Euro Millions win. And where did they buy the ticket? They bought the ticket in Centra in Nobber. And this syndicate have just been loving life. Of course they have. They arrived to Dublin to the headquarters of the lotto in a party bus yesterday to pick up the ticket. And they are thrilled with their lives. But under the pillow, that's where they stashed the ticket. So... The story is, these guys have been playing the lotto together, running this syndicate since 2016. They play every week and one guy always buys the ticket on the Friday, but never usually checks it till they're all together on the Monday. However, we had a bank holiday weekend and word broke out that the shop in Nobber, the centre in Nobber, had sold the winning ticket. So this is where this guy bought the ticket. So of course the curiosity got the better of him and he checked the ticket. Now I'm saying him, it could be a he, a she, we don't know. Lo and behold, we won big. I started ringing some of the members straight away. It then dawned on me that I'd been walking around with this ticket in my bag. So that night, I brought the ticket to bed with me and kept it under my pillow. I wasn't letting it out of my clutches, they said. I think under the pillow, what like, I mean, I'm a very heavy sleeper. I like to toss around. What if the ticket gets tossed somewhere? It's under the mattress. It's behind the bed bored or something the nerves the nerves and the pressure of holding on to that ticket would just get the better of me I think I would just have to camp outside the Lotto HQ just the night before do you know (laughs) before they open or something I'd have to do something like that I just couldn't have the pressure of that but there you go under the pillow 
And uh, they've what are they planning to do? Well, they're planning to buy new cars, some home improvements, clearing off the mortgage. I mean, that is the dream, isn't it? Uh, There's some of the things that they plan to do with the prize money. Ah, the lucky devils. There's Codaline, the one on LMFM's 11 to 1. Earlier this week, we were talking about the communion dresses and we were talking about the nice tradition of keeping communion dresses in the family and passing them on. And I was wondering, does this happen? Because I have my daughter's communion dress sitting in the wardrobe and there will be nobody really else after her that'll have it. So I was wondering what to do with it. And we met a lovely lady who had a 40-year-old communion dress that was passed on to her granddaughter who wore it last year and that was lovely and last night I was at my fitness class and the ladies there were telling me they were listening in to the communion dress story and one lady has an 87 year old now not communion dress but christening gown 87 years old this christening gown is the original wearer of the gown is still alive as well and uh, all of the children in this particular family have worn the gown it's in impeccable condition still and one of the aunts takes uh, uh, care of it one of her her aunties takes care of it and minds it for the next generation I just thought that was so lovely had to share I know the christening gown is probably more of a family heirloom passing on tradition than the communion dress uh, but I just thought that was amazing 87 years that this communion or this uh, christening gown has been kept in the family lovely lovely story uh, to, to share thank you so much for sharing with me last night um, and thanks for listening thanks for listening fitness girls uh, I have to say I'm sore this morning after the fitness class as well I'll be bathing in Epsom salts later on I really will uh, now coming up on the programme Love Island fans I know some of you might groan at that but Love Island with a difference I promise you this is going to be a new show that ITV are bringing to us I'm going to tell you all about it after these The 11 to 1 show It's Love Island, but with a twist, okay? Bear with me. Forget the young, tanned, toned singletons. This is officially in the works, okay? It's going to be called ITV's The Romance Retreat. So it's Love Island, but for older people. And apparently it's happening. And apparently they're looking for people to take part. So it's ITV's The Romance Retreat. They want single parents of adult children on their quest to find love while living together in a lavish villa. So they say vibrant single parents who are in search for love. That's who they're looking for. This is the only dating show where single parents can search for love by spending time in a luxury retreat where all the parents have been nominated by their grown up children. I like it. I like the idea. Apparently the closing date for this, by the way, is 31st of March. And one presenter who has thrown her hosting hat into the ring is Davina McCall, who I think would be brilliant. She says, I am begging ITV to let me present Midlife Love Island. I could fill the villa with the best backstories you've ever heard in your life. They're widows. They're people who've been through maybe divorces. They're people who've split up. This is what we want. Love Island. But with a twist, it's happening. ITV, the romance retreat. I don't know when it's going to be on television. But they're looking for people. So if you Google it, Romance Retreat ITV, you can find out all the details if you want to apply. I'll bring a coffee. 
Lewis Capaldi, Pointless. Now, it is Friday, which means we like to kickstart the weekend early. How do we do that? Friday Floor Filler. On 11 to 1. This week it's a little different. Fionn and I had a bit of a row over the Friday Floor Filler song, but I think Fionn has come up with a different idea for this week, haven't you, Fionn? Hey, Sinead. Yes, we're having a little competition this week. We're pitting two songs against each other to see which one comes out on top. Will it be A, the Venga Boys, Boom, Boom, Boom? Or B, the White Stripes, Seven Nation Army. Let us know. Text, WhatsApp or voice note into Sinead with your choice. Make it a good one. Oh, make it a good one. They're straight in on 086-1800-658. It's a vote. Venga Boys or White Stripes, your decision. We're going to play the winning song after 12. The ambassador will see you now. You better believe it. I'm going to let this title go straight to my head. The library, county libraries uh, in Loud, have kindly invited me to be an ambassador once again for reading. And I'm going to take that title and that role very, very seriously. I'm going to be encouraging people to squeeze in a read on February 25th. This is for Ireland Reads Day. We're going to find out more about this with Siobhan McGuinness. She's with the Loud Library Service. We'll chat to her after these. The 11 to 1 show. When I was eight, I went on a brilliant adventure to a remote island with five really cool kids. We spent hours among a mysterious shipwreck. It was brilliant. Like so many young readers, the famous five books made a huge impression on me as a kid and it was Enid Blyton's books that established my deep love of reading. That's why I'm delighted to be asked once again to be a reading ambassador for the Ireland Reads campaign. We're going to be encouraging you to squeeze in a read on February 25th. Joining me now to tell us more is Siobhan McGuinness from Loud Library Service. The ambassador will speak to you now, Siobhan. How are you getting on? Hello Sinead and how are you? Thanks so much again for becoming a reading ambassador. It's great to have you on board. People are going to go mad with you giving me the title of ambassador. I'm going to let this go straight to my head, Siobhan. You're more than welcome to take it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, I described a a little scenario there when I was eight reading the the famous five. I would have, you know, just been immersed in these stories as, as a kid. Would you have been an avid reader? Somebody who's a librarian has to have been an avid reader. Oh, I read Enid Blyton as well, but I adored the circus series. Um, It was one of her really early books and um, I just loved it because we had the circus come across the road to us in the field across the road from us and I just thought I was a character in the book. I just absolutely adored it throughout my early childhood. But um, And she just, she was great at the characters and you really got to love and, and kind of, you know, escape into that world that she created. Oh, she was so good at that. And I mean, the books are still beloved, which, you know, it goes to show you that she just kind of transcends generations and everything. She's still relevant today. Then, of course, I moved, you know, to the teenage years and it was all about Sweet Valley High. Did you ever read those books? I didn't actually, no, but they are still, they're kind of the similar ones that are out now again. And they are flying off the shelves here. They're great for the kids. 
Yeah, they they really tapped into that kind of teenagey, you know, long, l- looking longingly at boys in the distance and things like that. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> now, a trip to the library in Drogheda is, was always on the agenda for me as a kid on a Saturday. It's something that I've t- taken on board with my own children. That's where my love of reading was fostered. But a trip to the library now is very different to a trip to the library, say, when I was a kid. It is. Uh, we've lots on now at the moment. So we have our parent and toddler morning every Thursday and we have our baby book club then once a month. Um, it's the first Tuesday of every month. Um, we have fantastic study spaces, so we're very, very busy now as the kids are doing the mocks. Um, oh, yeah. We have a lovely reading space where you can come in and read the newspapers, um, a gorgeous area there where the public PC is. Come in and check your email or if you need to print, print off a bank statement, you can do that. Um, and then to join the library, it's free and there's no fines to re- when you return your books late. So oh, hang on a minute now. Let's make sure people know about that because I was a devil for clocking up the fines. There's no fines. That's brilliant. No fines. It's great. Um, yes, it's when you remove all these barriers. Yeah. People. You know, people, you know, if you're not going, if you have a fine on a book, you might not bring it back. You might not want to come back into the library again. So when you remove all that, then people are more inclined to come back. And I always say to everyone, just as long as the book comes home, that's all we want. Yes, it needs to go back to the library. Now, this month, libraries around the the country are taking part in Ireland Reads campaign. Uh, I'm an ambassador for this. Tell me, what is the Ireland Reads campaign all about? The Ireland Reads is a campaign to get the whole country reading this month. So Loud Library Service is asking the County of Loud to um, pledge their time to squeeze in a read on the lead up to the National Day of Reading, which is this Saturday, the 25th of February. Um, Ireland Reads is a healthy Ireland initiative and it aims to celebrate reading and all the benefits it can have for our well-being and enjoyment. So by all means, pop along onto the ironreads.ie website and there's loads of recommendations there as well, book recommendations that have been compiled by librarians across the country. And um, there's a space there where you can put in the amount of times you want to pledge that you will read on the day. And by all means, pop down to your local library. So we're based in Dundalk, Drogheda, RD, Carlingford and Dunlear. And have a chat with your librarian about how much you love reading. I love that. Now, the, look, you know, it's it's hard to get the kids away from screens, isn't it? Like this is a perfect excuse to try and kind of get them, encourage them to read. So, you know, how can we do that, Siobhan? What books have you got for kids there that might oh, entice them? loads. We've loads. All the board books are, books are great. And you kind of, you know, when you're reading to your kid, ask loads of questions as well. Like yeah. if there's a teddy bear there, where is the teddy bear? Is it in a forest? Is it on a beach? What is it where? And, you know, just create another world for them. Uh, very popular at the moment, The Dork Diaries by Dave Pilkey. Uh, Jeff Kenny and The Diary of a Wimpy Kid is also very good. And uh, what's flying off the shelf is this new one called Bunny vs. Monkey by Jamie Ooh. Smart. Oh, so great. And of course, your, your, your old ones as well, your dog days are still going. Um, they're very, very popular as well. And uh, yeah, my son loves anything gross. So he had poor Siobhan pestered to... <laughs> to find a book about pests which you did and I have to say you guys are fantastic for tracking down books if you don't have it in the library you will uh, find it for people and bring it in Yes, your library card gives you access to the national catalogue so the 333 public libraries in the country have a national catalogue so it's not on our shelf or on any shelf in now a library service, we'll order it in for you from another library. Might take a couple of days to come in, and then we'll send you an email when it's in, 
and then you can borrow it then for your three weeks and renew it then as well if you need to be. Fantastic. Now, I need some recommendations myself because I've yet to pick a book for myself to read on the 25th. So what have you got for me? I'm literally just after finishing one. I think okay. I was awake till one o'clock last night reading it. It's Dawn O'Porter's new one, Cat Oh, I Lady. love Dawn O'Porter, yeah. Uh, fantastic I've never read it before but this her new one is adorable it's quite sad I will say but her cat pigeon is a dote oh it's fantastic absolutely fantastic yeah, and is so this is, is, oh you have that there okay I keep do, that one for me yeah lovely. of course um, the other one I read last year was Cleopatra and Frankenstein by Coco Mellers it's about Cleo and Frank and it's a gorgeous love story so I have that here for you as well okay and then I have another one called Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. It's about an octopus. It's a bit different, but again, gorgeous. Right, OK. You have me intrigued by that last one and the Cleopatra one as well. I'm a big fan of Cleopatra. That's fantastic. So thank you so much for that. So where can people get more information if they want to sign up and pledge? So you can jump on to www.irelandreads.ie or if you're in the library, we have QR codes that you can just scan and then it'll be brought straight to the uh, website too. Or if you want to follow us, I am Leo's Library Service, Facebook, Instagram, and we are now on TikTok. Oh, brilliant. I should mention as well that audiobooks are a big thing as well for people. A lot of uh, fans of an audiobook. You've got a big selection there of those as well. We do. We have the actual physical CD in the branches, but we also have BorrowBox. So that's an app you can download onto your phone and you'll have access to e-books and e-audiobooks. So they're great for listening to in the car, for instance, or if you're going out for a walk with the dog. Brilliant. OK, so and a catering for everybody, you know, exactly. making sure everyone's included. Exactly. Sh- yes. Siobhan, thank you so much for joining me and thank you for putting those books by for me. I'll be in uh, this afternoon to you. Lovely. Great to, great to talk to you. We'll see you later. Thank you so much, Siobhan McGuinness there. We're squeezing in a read. IrelandReads.ie oh, The 11 to 1 show. Two sworn enemies, one a little mouse, the other a dim-witted cat, crashed onto our screens. We're going back in time to 1940. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy-efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day, 1940, Tom and Jerry cartoon was created by William Hanna and Joseph Barbara and it debuted on MGM. Fun local fact, there's a filmmaker called Frank Kelly. He's from Drogheda. He did one of the drawings for Tom and Jerry, not back in 1940, but more recently he worked on the cartoon Fantastic. And today is Umbrella Day. Oh, it's not raining. We don't need the umbrella today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. One miserable vote. One miserable vote for the poor white stripes. What's going on? You're going to have to get more votes in, White Stripe fans. The Friday Floor Filler song, we're going to be playing it after 12. It's between the Venga Boys or the White Stripes. 086-1800-658. For your choice, please. 
Get ready because he is coming back to cinemas. Yeah, he is. Magic Mike. His last dance arrives in cinemas. You can tell I'm excited. So we're going to be chatting about this with Niall in the Real Reviews after 12. The 11 to 1 show. It's a twist that I didn't see coming. They were lagging behind, but they seem to have crept up. Who will be kickstarting our weekend? More after Bruno Mars. Want to say a big happy birthday to Karen Duffy. You're in Town. Hope you're having a wonderful day. That's coming in from Oliver. Hope you get spoiled on your birthday. It's a battle this week. It's a battle for the Friday Floor Filler song. Friday Floor Filler. On 11 to 1. On one side, we have the pop-tastic earworm. That is the Venga Boys. Boom, boom, boom. On the other, it's the head-banging rock anthem that is the White Stripe Seven Nation Army. The votes are coming in. White Stripes were very much lagging behind. They have now crept up. I'm going to say crept up. Graeme, you mentioning White Stripes about 50 times in the message does not count. One vote per person, please. We're going to do the final tally who is going to be kickstarting our weekend? Is it the Venga Boys? Is it the White Stripes? Last chance to vote 086 1800 658. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Elizabeth Banks directs new movie Cocaine Bear, which is based on a true story about a bear who eats a load of drugs. The movie was shot in Ireland and stars the late Ray Liotta. Elizabeth has been talking about Ray. When I read Cocaine Bear, I imagined Sid White as Ray right away. He was my first choice, first name I uttered to people. And I knew Ray had a little twinkle in his eye and a little mischievousness about him. He loved being in Ireland. He had his fiance JC, with him. And he just did it with such gusto. And he did everything I asked. He made me feel so respected on set. And he set such a great tone for everyone. Everyone there just adored him. Good news for Disney fans. It's been revealed that a Frozen 3 movie is in the works. Not only that, but the legendary franchise of Toy Story is reportedly getting another movie as well. This will be the fifth instalment, but there's been no word on whether Tom Hanks or Tim Allen will be back. Peyton Reed directs the new Ant-Man movie starring Paul Rudd. Bill Murray also joins the cast and Peyton talks about getting Bill on set. Well, as you can imagine, it was insane bringing Bill in because first you got to find him. He's got to answer the phone. And then, you know, even when he says he's going to be there, you don't know if he's going to show up on the shoot day. Thankfully for us, he did. And he was great. He plays a very specific character in this movie that represents a certain part of Janet Van Dyne's past in the quantum realm. Uh, So we were thrilled to work with Bill. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. It is nail-biting. Lots of votes have come in at the last minute. But, Fionn... Who is our Friday Floor Filler song this week, please? Our Friday Floor Filler this week is the Venga Boys Boom Boom Boom. Here it is, turn it up loud. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, the 
Mega Boys, boom, 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 kickstarting the weekend. Dancing in my car outside the crash, just got a really weird look. Venga Boys. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you so much for that message. I'm not sure who it's from on 086-1800-658. Look, I've told you before, when it comes to the Friday Floor Filler song, just dance, just go for it. Who cares who's looking? You know, it's all about releasing the endorphins into the brain and feeling happy. Now, something that's going to make us very happy, a certain somebody is back in the cinemas. Be still, my boom, boom, boom heart. We're going to be talking about Magic Mike and more with Niall O'Brien in Real Reviews. LMFM's Real Reviews, sponsored by Omniplex Cinemas. Enjoy a ticket to every movie with My OmniPass. For more information, log on to omniplex.ie forward slash join and enjoy the greatest blockbusters all the time at Omniplex, Deluxe Strahada, Dundalk and Balbriggan. Oh, he's oiled his abs. He's ready to go. Niall O'Brien is on the line. How are you getting on now? We're going to have to talk about that. Um, I'm, I was doing very good until I hear you use those words. Um, I'm doing good, yeah. It's National Umbrella Day. It's not raining, but it's quite chilly. But you know where it's always nice and warm? Where? It's the, the cinema. Yeah, particularly if you're watching Magic Mike, you're going to be very warm. Very That's what warm. we're talking about this yeah. week. Now, before we get into that, we do have our competition... That's right. Our regular segment, Who's That Talking Now? Identify the voice of the mystery actor or filmmaker. You can win a pair of tickets to the Omniplex Cinema for the film of your choice. You can indeed. And they have locations Omniplex Deluxe Venue in Drogheda, Omniplex Dundalk or Omniplex in Balbriggan. All the showtimes and details and booking is on omniplex.ie. So I don't think they're going to need a clue because I didn't even listen to this and I know exactly (laughs) who you've picked for the mystery voice. Right, straight away. Without even listening, you know. Okay, yeah, no clues, so... Okay, here it is. Who is this talking now? 086-1800-658. Do it, Young. Don't do it later in life. Uh, I don't have a midlife crisis. I sure didn't. Um, I I, I went ahead and made sure I did every single stupid thing. Oh, yeah. We could just listen to him again there. Hang on. Do it, Young. Don't do it later in life. Uh, I don't have a midlife crisis. I sure didn't. Um, I, I, I went ahead and made sure I did every single stupid thing. Oh, he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, because magic, it's, his, really it's, is magic. His, it's his voice that you like, isn't it, about him? That's his main thing that you like. Main voice. thing he has going for him. Yeah, absolutely. Who is that? I think people are going to know. 086-1800-658. Now, before we get into Magic Mike, just calm it down for a second. Epic Tales. Epic Tales, yes. You have a little a little at home, I under do. seven. And you know that children under seven, do you know what they love? They love ancient Greek mythology. Okay. That little Killian is always going, Ma'am, can you read to me from Homer's Odyssey or from Virgil's Aeneid? Mm-hmm. Just and tell me all about the gods and heroes of ancient Not Greek. Not so much. Greece. Okay. But they also love cute animals. And this film has both ancient Greek mythology and cute animals. And it's set in an island called Yolkos, uh, a port city in ancient Greece, where the townsfolk erect a huge sat- statue of Zeus, the king of the gods. And this incurs the wrath of Zeus's jealous brother, Poseidon, the god of the sea. So a young mouse, very cute mouse, named Patty, and Sam, the cat who adopted her, they set out to help the aging hero Jason of Jason and the Argonauts fame to save the city by going on a mission across the sea to find a sparky trident that's hidden on a mysterious island that unfortunately no one has ever returned from. Ooh. And along the way, there's catchy musical numbers for kids to sing along to. And there's weird and dangerous animals that they ha- and creatures that they must overcome. So we have a clip here from the trailer. It'll give you some idea about the film. Okay, here it is. Epic Tales. I 
always wanted to be a heroine. Patty! A hero is a human patty, not a little mouse like you. Oh, you must choose Zeus now or gratitude. It's awesome. Certainly mm. deserve. Certainly deserve. I'll give you seven days to make a statue of me that's as beautiful as my brother's. Come on, they're all counting on us. We're going on an adventure. All I had was a crazy dream. Wonder what it's like going through rough weather on a boat. Add more lightning. Feeling a bit seasick? Yeah, don't have my sea legs yet. The fate of Yulkos is in our hands. You ready? We're ready. We're a family, and we can conquer anything. Well, that does sound epic now. Oh, it is. It is. Now, this is from a French animation studio, TAT Productions. And in the rest of the world, it's called Argo Nuts, based on Jason and the Argonauts. This is Argo Nuts. And depending on where you in the world that you see it, you might hear a different English voicing cast. So, for example, here in the UK, I don't think you heard them in that trailer. Um, it, the voice, Some of the voice work is from comedians Rob Beckett and Josh Widdicombe, who people might know. They're on Channel 4 quite a lot. But if you see it in Australia, it could be other people that are more well known there. And it might seem strange to say, right, and I don't think seven-year-olds are going to care, really, or under-sevens yeah. are going to care, when you're talking about talking seagulls. The lip movements, because it was originally animated for the French cast, they don't exactly line up. Oh, enough, no. You know? Okay. <laughs> I know, but it, I don't think it's going to spoil it, okay? Now, the plot is maybe a little too complicated for younger audiences, but the animation is fantastic. The streets of this city and in Greece, the cobbled streets, the crystal clear waves of the Aegean Sea, they're gorgeous. There's boppy songs that you heard there. There's cute creatures. There's um, scary monsters from Greek mythology. But uh, yeah, I do think maybe, you know, you get... Get some young people up there to, or young kids to see it. They'll be asking, can you buy me a copy of Homer's yeah. Odyssey, please? No. <laughs> that's your that's your hope. That is your hope for the next I think generation. I was, re- I, was, I was reading it at that end. Oh, of course you were. Of course you were. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, moving on to the oil-slicked body of Channing Tatum. Talk to me about uh, Magic Mike. Come on. Okay. Well, first of all, there's some rules. No touching, first of all. Okay. okay. Right. Number two, no, no referring to oil or slicked or Sorry. oiled up or anything like that. Okay. Okay. So this is Magic Mike, The Last Dance, which is the third film in the Magic Mike uh, franchise. 2012's Magic Mike, directed by Steven Soderbergh, is, it's a fairly iconic movie, really. And apart from hunks that are oiled up, I can use it, you can't. Um, Shaking their (laughs) moneymakers. Again, I can use it, you can't. It was also a, a kind of a serious look at the life of a male stripper and an examination, I think, as well, of camaraderie and friendship. Yeah. And then in 2015, there was Magic Mike XXL from uh, director Gregory J- Jacobs, which they kind of they they threw out the deeper meaning. And it was more of a kind of a road trip movie with sexy men doing dances in it. But it was still hugely successful. So this is Magic Mike's last dance, uh, supposedly the final chapter for Channing Tatum's Magic Mike. So Soderbergh is back in the director's chair. Oh, good. And yep. to, the, to the credit of both him and Channing Tatum, I think they they try to do something different with the franchise each time. You know what I mean? Or they try to de- uh, maybe not develop it, but just do something that we haven't seen before. So in this film, we first meet Mike. Uh, it, we see that we see that he, he's he's now 40. 
You know okay. what I mean? He's had to move beyond stripping, even though, you know what I mean? I mean, he looks like Channing Tatum. Yeah. So. <laughs> He's looking well, yeah. Yeah, and his dream was always to open up a, a shop, you know, a, a furniture shop, because he was big into the uh, into making furniture. But during the pandemic, it had to close down. So he's back working as a bartender in Miami. But his look isn't that bad because he soon meets Maxandra Mendoza, played by Salma Hayek Pinalt, who's having a fantastic two weeks because she was in Puss in Boots 2. Yes, last she week, was. Yeah, yeah. And here she is back again. And she is a wealthy socialite. She meets him as, as he's tending bar at a, at a, at a event. Uh, she offers to pay him for quote unquote services. And that leads to a private performance. Um, but I was very pleased when I saw this private performance, which is going to be like people who go and see this film are going to be blown away by it. Okay. But he goes around checking like the furniture, making sure it's steady enough. <laughs> you know, he moves things out of the way. So, you know, there's no dangerous tripping hazards. Safety first, everybody. If Safety first sexy, if you're going to strip. Dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now that Max has seen Mike's skills, she makes him an offer. Come to London for, for a month and do a job. And at the end of that, she will pay him $60,000. He agrees, but he says he's not, it's not a dancer. Like he's not going to be a dancer. But Max wants him basically to take over her ex-husband's old theatre in London and direct a show to allow the entire London audience to feel some of that magic that Magic Mike has. Mm. So again, we have a clip here and it's from the trailer, but you'll you'll get an idea. You, get you won't just, get the visuals. Uh, Look at the visuals on YouTube because that, oh yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, here we go. What did you want before Miami? I just wanted to escape my life. Do you like bartending? It's not really what I do. What is it that you really do? But then you came along and gave me this unexpected, magical moment that made me remember who I really was. Oh, I mean, it's just... I like where's my cinema ticket I've already bought it come on <laughs> okay right <laughs> so this movie is torn between two different stories okay we've got the will they won't they romance of Max and Mike and spoiler they they will okay <laughs> and then you've got this idea of let's put on a show is the show going to succeed and they don't really gel a little bit, you know? I mean, I don't want to disappoint people, but because I don't think people go to see these movies. Listen, the you had me at oil I, slicked. Do you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> okay. That <laughs> dance that I talk about that we were kind of leading up to in that scene, um, it just shows you how, how good the chemistry between the uh, Salma and Channing is. And then because the film has to go on and that comes so early in the film, Suddenly there's there's roadblocks put between them getting together and you kind of go, well, these are just kind of, they're unnecessary. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the whole idea of let's put the show on, it's got every cliche you've ever seen in any sort of film about the show must go on. You know, you've got how do we get the third act done? Oh, there's no ending. Oh, oh, maybe there's, somebody's going to come in and shut down the show. But while the first two films like I say, they did explore the camaraderie and fun and humor from this group of male strippers hanging out together. In this, it's a little bit more just about Mike, which I can understand because it's it's, it's his think, last dance. Yeah, yeah, and I think he's going to be stepping away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think this is him going. I'm this is my my kind of tribute to the character. 
even though it sounds like, and I do think it's probably of the three movies, it's not the strongest one. Okay. So um, I still think it's good, and I think it it has some fantastic uh, scenes in it. And Soderbergh and Channing Tatum are having a great time. You can tell, and it's very hard not to get caught up in the in the you know celebration of it because it's always been about having fun. You know what I yeah. mean? And I think it's a great, it's going to be a great uh, Valentine's. Of course it is. It's, <laughs> yeah. People are queuing up already. Okay, Magic Mike, yeah. The Last Dance in cinemas now. Uh, we're going to move to the TV movies for the weekend. And we're starting off with Friday, TG Carr, 9.30. That's right. Villa Rides from 1968. This is... Uh, about Mexican rebel Pancho Villa, played by in this film by Yul Brynner. He liberates an imprisoned American aviator, Robert Mitchum, from jail, and he starts to lead a revolution with his help. It's it's a good, solid Western. It's got a good cast. Charles Bronson is in there as well, so it's it's worth watching if that's what you're in the mood for. And then T.G. Carr, I have to say, is running away with good movie picks. Yeah, they're brilliant. The yeah. yeah. So Saturday at 9.30, Only the Lonely from 1991, another great Valentine's Day pick. Directed by Chris Columbus, produced by John Hughes, John Candy, in a rare romantic lead part, plays a New York cop who meets Teresa, played by Ali Sheedy from Breakfast Club, and falls in love. But his mother, Ruth, played by Maureen O'Hara, she feels threatened and she resorts to a load of dirty tactics to keep the two of them apart. Love so, it. Yeah, oh, I, haven't have you, oh, I haven't seen it in ages. I haven't seen it in ages. I'm going to yeah, dig yeah. it out. Yeah, brilliant. Only the Lonely and uh, our classic uh, for the kids on BBC One on Sunday. Yes, no Greek myths in this. I'm sorry, kids. I know you love it. Uh, <laughs> Sunday, BBC One at a quarter past two. Chicken Run from 2000 from Ardman Animation. Rocky, a rooster. He apparently flies into a chicken farm and a chicken named Ginger sees him and he sees that there's an opportunity to help her and her coopmates escape from their evil owners who plan to turn them into chicken pies. And apparently they're making a sequel. Oh, I'm all on yeah, board for that. Yeah, what has Ginger yeah, and the gang exciting. gotten up to? Love it. Yeah, yeah that's brilliant. Since then, so it's a, it's a great one. They're all getting it, but you can tell us who was that talking now in our mystery voice. It was best known, I think, for his voice is Channing Tatum. It was Channing Tatum. Thank you so much, Niall, as always, uh, for Jam Packed Real Reviews. We'll chat to you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. The 11 to 1 Show. Listen. He's so beautiful. There's Aslan. She's so beautiful. This is something completely different and totally off script. Students in St. Peter's College in Dunboyne this week have scrapped the traditional English, Irish, maths and whatever else that they normally study. And they are taking part in a two day celebration of art and creativity. This is planned by the school's Creative Schools Committee. And the idea is that students will take a breather from all that academic kind of stuff and they'll get it to interact with professionals in the creative industry. And this is going to happen over the course course of two days so they'll have actors authors filmmakers dancers painters musicians people from the art world coming in to have a chat with them and also they're hoping to encourage students there to you know be more creative and just in life generally and broaden their perspective I think it is a fantastic idea I think more schools need to follow suit because there's this myth out there that, you know, being working in the creative field or the creative industries means that you're always struggling for money or that, you know, you'll you'll never kind of move up the, the rung of a ladder. You know, you'll be struggling for success. That's a myth. That is a myth. And I think that 
the school, St Peter's School, are fantastic to have the children uh, or the students broaden their horizons and realise their own creative potential. I wish there was something like that now when I was at school. I really do. LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport, and entertainment on LMFM.ie. New and experienced caregivers in the Meath area are wanted for home instead. They are looking for them. For more information, you can check out careers.homeinstead.ie. Part qualified, qualified and senior accountants along with administrators for vacancies in Marsh Mackey recruitment in the Meath and Louth areas as well. For details on that one, check out recruit at marshmackey.com. Dolly's Bar in Slane, they want a friendly and professional bartender to join their excellent team please email your CV to infodolliesbar at gmail.com and also a senior automation controls engineer is wanted for the AIS Automation Limited in Dundalk Uh, they say salary is 50,000 plus for the ideal candidate nice one please apply with your CV to paul.d at aisautomation.ie that's Paul d at aisautomation.ie Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section lmfm.ie LMFM Job Search There's Cher Believe Forget the love hearts and roses this Valentine's Day We want to do something completely opposite on the 11 to 1 I'm going to tell you all the details next the 11 to 1 show. Ah, Valentine's Day. Love hearts. Flowers. Roses. Chocolates. No. It's not happening. On 11 to 1 next week, we are doing the complete opposite to Valentine's okay I'm going to have a competition on Tuesday that you are going to love and it's not going to be soppy it's not going to be romantic really Uh, there's going to be no flowers involved chocolates none of that we're going to do something very different okay next week on the show as well as that sea life in Bray this is brilliant they are encouraging the unromantics out there to name a cockroach after that certain somebody that has been bugging them. I got on the phone to see live this morning. I've put in a request. Hopefully they're going to chat to us on the show next week about this, right? But they're doing a fundraiser. Uh, they want people to, to donate to the Sea Life Trust, but they want you to name a cockroach, a hissing cockroach after an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or partner, okay? They're doing this next week. You can check it out, sealife.com and here's hoping that they will be joining us on the show next week I'm sure they will but the donations they want a brand new ranger hut area this is home to the Madagascan uh, hissing cockroach and African land snails okay so they want to they have this feature in this in the sea life and they want us to donate uh, to this sea life trust to keep all that lovely work going that they are doing for the cockroaches and all the other creatures that live in the sea so there you go your ex could be swimming around in a, you know, nice little area in Sea Life in Bray. There's Damien Rice finishing our show. Thank you so much to all the guests who featured on the show this week. If you missed anything, by the way, lmfm.ie is where you'll get the podcasts. And thank you so much for your company. Have a great weekend. We'll chat to you next week. Oh! 
the 11 to 1 show. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.